Welcome to Two Crees in a Pod. As we move into episode three of season three, today I just want to give thanks to an elder from Enoch Cree Nation. His name is Bob Cardinal, and Bob invited us out to a hunt, a successful hunt at that this morning. And I'm just so thankful for his stories, for his teachings, for his song, for his gentleness, and for his kindness that he shared with us. I had my 10-year-old daughter with us, and it was just beautiful for her to learn and witness the sacredness that happens when we hunt these animals that feed our families. And so today, I'm just very grateful to have people like Bob in my life. Hi, hi. Welcome to episode three, season three. We are joined uh, today by none other than uh, Miss Fawn Wood. Uh, Terry and I are so excited and so honored to have Fawn join us uh, this evening for episode, or sorry, for episode three. Um, and uh, I just want to say something really quickly before we ask Fawn to introduce herself. Um, I think today is really fitting to have Fawn join us. Uh, I see Fawn, and I know Terry would agree with me, I see Fawn as someone who is a keeper of knowledge. And uh, for those who are listening, uh, if you have heard uh, Fawn speak or heard Fawn sing, you will know uh, very quickly that her voice is quite powerful and healing. And I would use that language because I have definitely felt those things when I have heard Fawn sing. And also the words that she shares are, are equally as powerful. And so Fawn, we want to ask you to go ahead and introduce yourself in whichever way you would like to. I just want to say, Danse, get the thumbs got now, Fawn, what is he got so young? Onich skopone kutse, egwa manoste, here we get a guat. Timmy waiting, heki dute yan uta. I just want to say hello, everybody. My name is Fawn Wood. I come to you from the Satellite Cree Nation, currently residing in St. Paul, Alberta. I just want to say I am very happy, honored, and privileged to be here today and to be speaking with all of you guys. Thank you, guys, Terry. And, um, oh, sorry, guys. Thank you guys for having me today. I'm just, I don't know why I'm getting real nervous. <laughs> That's okay. It's all right. Um, uh, Fawn, if, if you don't mind, um, if we can start with a question. I, I have a question for you, Fawn, about if you could tell us a little bit about the history of, you know, how you were introduced to song, uh, how you were introduced to the stories of the song, for example. When did that all start for you? You know, I, I can ask that question quite a lot and uh, something that being introduced and exposed to music has been something that happened for me very early on my parents they're, they're both singers and my grandparents they they were very musical as well um my mom she actually she comes from bc she's a she's salish she's statlium and stalo from british columbia and over there she actually used to sing um at a big drum, at a power drum with her, with her family over there, over there, it's kind of like, a, um, it, it's okay for a woman to be around drums and stuff like that. So while she was carrying me, she used to say that's kind of when I was first exposed 
to, to music and stuff. It's something that I've kind of been immersed in um, throughout my whole life. And it, it's something that, that um, I, I never really noticed how much I practiced um, um, and, and turned to music uh, until I got older. I never noticed how much it was embedded in, in who I was until I got older and and I was able to reflect a little bit back on my past and, and see all of the times that, that I would turn to that for a way of expression or or um, just even just to celebrate or how much I expressed myself through through music. So I, I have to say it started off at a very early age. My mom used to say that um, when I started singing, it was probably around the same time when I, when I started so at a very young age, for sure. Amazing. So Fawn, this, uh, this morning, early this morning, I was telling Amber earlier, um, I headed out hunting and, uh, I was, uh, I had your music playing and, you know, you and actually Leo McGilvery's music playing, uh, on the way out. And, you know, I just, I think about the importance of song and how it fills, you know, your, your songs fill so many people's homes and vehicles and lives and 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 same with Leo as well I was mentioning this to him this past week and uh I'm just you know so thankful and and my babies were my babies know your songs too right and and those are songs that you know they may listen to going to bed at night (laughs) and um and what I want to talk about too is is you've been recently doing um you know, this virtual round dance. And so maybe you want to talk a bit about that. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's been, we've actually just finished our 50th official night um, on Friday. And uh, we were in collaboration with the um, Creating Hope Society. And um, how we, me and my partner, Dallas, came about this was at the very beginning when this pandemic kind of hit our home our home places and the world and the stay at home order was uh, put in place for everybody. Um, Social media, there was a surge in in sharing music and uh, there was actually this challenge um, by one of our, our power friends. He was calling it the COVID challenge and what he was doing, he would nominate people to sing and share songs to kind of uplift people and keep people singing and um, singers that were nominating other singers. And it, it, we kept getting nominated. And at that time, you know, we were feeling really, um, we were feeling our, our spirits weren't the greatest at that time. You know, us being parents, we have three children. Um, we were stuck at home and, and just being in a world where we're faced with something like that. So, so human. And, and we know we were all going through it. We decided, okay, well, you know what? People keep telling us, uh, asking us to share music. Um, let's do ours. Let's, let's do a live. Well, we'll start a live. And so we went on live and we were singing and we were just blown away at how many people were tuned in to us just singing and sharing music. Mm-hmm. And after we were done, we were given this idea by a fellow powwow singer. His name was Hollow Date. He said, wouldn't it be cool? He actually wrote a status. He's like, wouldn't it be cool to have fun in Dallas, you know, start this thing, like a kind of do like an online round dance thing where they sing, share a few songs, and then they'll ask a few other people to sing. So that night we we kind of, we, we approached about four different uh, sets of people 
to, to, to do this with us. And it was just to kind of keep people's minds off of it, to still mm-hmm. keep people connected to music and culture, especially at a time like, like, like now when we're faced with such, with something so trying. So we just wanted to, to bring that music and keep that connection with our, our people and the music. Cause that's a big part of who we are culturally. And that's uh, even a form of, of prayer. And, um, so we did that and, uh, we went from one night and then we did eight nights in a row after that. And within eight <laughs> nights, we had all of these wickedly talented, renowned singers throughout Indian country, not just in Canada mm-hmm. and not just round dance singers. We had groups like Kozad. We had some singers from Youngsbury. We had Harvey Dreamer. We had Delia Waskowicz. We had uh, people from the East, like sharing social songs from their longhouses, like from Six Nations, mm-hmm. we had coastal singers, we had all kinds of people from all over. And it, it kind of just went from there. Um, after that, uh, we had, uh, after that, we stopped doing it like eight days in a row. Then we were just doing it weekends. Now we do it every Sunday. Uh, we're 50, 50, 50 lineups and we're 50 nights in. And over a span of eight months, I don't think that me or Dallas or anybody really thought or, or kind of projected a goal for the future or how where this might go or how long it might last. And we just kind of kept this motto where as long as people need this or as long as they want to hear this, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing this. And uh, the name virtual round dance was kind of just what everybody was calling it. Like we didn't even come up with that name. People were asking us, oh, are you guys gonna do another virtual round dance? And and that kind of just stuck with us. And now um you know, along the way, we made some friends who kind of help our, 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 our live show kind of grow a bit here. Now, it's shown across uh, Canada on the Shaw TV network. We, we met a, a producer who offered his time and he's been editing all of these nights. I think he did over like 25 nights. Mm-hmm. So 25 episodes where he edited all of these sets of uh, music that we put together and he put them into episodes and he called it the Fawn and Dallas uh, songs for the nations. And you guys can find that if you have Shaw TV in Canada, it's, it's for free on their network or YouTube for those of you who are in the U S or anywhere else. It's all, it's all on YouTube and it's all for free, but this virtual round dance, um, the whole goal and drive behind it, all stemmed from from just wanting to to share music and share our voices and as time progressed and we kind of started building an audience we've seen that it's been doing um more than than we anticipated for people people uh, were saying you know this is something they look forward to this is something that helped them when they were at home and, and faced with their, left with their own worries and thoughts and to be able to 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 hear music and and feel that spirit of the music and help uplift them that's 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 something that's been a blessing for us and i don't think a lot of people know how much it meant to us being able to do this because me in the beginning i have to admit i was really worried about this whole situation and this even just being able to coordinate something like this was good and it's turned into something really awesome and i i feel really privileged that that i was given this opportunity to 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 have something like this going not just for myself but anybody out there who enjoys listening to it thank you um terry said something earlier and and uh and fawn before we started we talked about 
this, what you have been doing, um, Dallas and yourself and, and the others who have helped organize, et cetera, that there is, there's something about love here that is, I think is really powerful and profound that what you are doing and what, and where it's rooted, you know, is, you know, what you just talked about, about wanting to share music, wanting to share that good energy. I was watching the virtual round dance on, was that, that was on Friday. And, uh, mm-hmm. I was, uh, dancing in my living room all by myself. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have no dancing partner, but I was dancing all by myself in my living room. And, uh, and he, and I was just standing up and just bouncing to the beat. Cause I missed that. I missed that round mm-hmm. dance bounce. Like I missed that so much. <laughs> And so I think about like, again, like where it's rooted and and I really believe that there's some there, it's deeply rooted in love and that what you do and why you do it is, is for the love that you have for our people and the love that you have for, you know, your own family and other families and families like Terry and I's, you know, and I, and I think that that's really, that's really, that's beautiful. That's such a beautiful, you know, thing to do is, is to ensure that this is on a it's an it's on an international you know uh wave now and and we also talked about you know how these how these things need to you know we need to start thinking about how our younger generation not just our younger generation like i have you know i have a 16 year old and a 10 year old um but even like my generation you know and and thinking about how these how these songs and the stories need to be put out in this you know, in this world of technology so that it's accessible by everybody. And so I don't know if you have anything that you want to add to that, Fawn, in, in relation to, you know, where it's rooted and that love that you have, or or even just like your thoughts around, you know, sharing this broadly through technology and, and what that feels like. Definitely. I'd love to share that. Thanks, Amber. Um, like, I, like I said, when we started this, it was kind of just the on-the-fly thing. And we continue to do it uh, again. I have to. I have to commend all of the different musicians and entertainers that we've had throughout the past eight months because, like, like, uh, it, all of it's been volunteer, volunteer, volunteered time, and um, and that's that's amazing. Like, we've had we've had people who who we we were able to showcase people. Uh, on on this platform that we built and again it, it has it's all been just for the love of it and uh, me and Dallas it, it, it does it, it, it gets pretty busy trying to keep this going and, and but we love to do it I know we us we have a family here we have three kids we have a 10 year old a three year old and a 16 month old so it gets kind of crazy here and there's nobody else here but us but on top of um we're both full-time students he also does a uh, uh, volunteer work at one of the local schools as a cultural teacher and, and language teacher and on top of that you know b- before everything we're parents and uh, going through this this time together it does get pretty busy but um, because of the medicine that it brings even like you know your guys's podcast and all on this surge of um, indigenous representation through social media I gotta commend everybody who's doing their part in, in keeping people connected to our upward people in that through music, through podcasts, through interviews and and live shows like that. Because you've seen since whole thing hit with everybody that there's a lot more there's a lot more 
social media activity um, being shared and being created. And um, I'm really happy that, that, that we're in, in a spot where we are right now because um, just from reading comments after our lives on our videos and on other people's videos, we see that it is, it's been good medicine for people. It's been, it's been, it's been, they, people feel the intention there. And, 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 you know, when we, when we get positive feedback like that, it, it goes to show that, that we have something good going here. And, um, us, we're, we're so passionate about music and, and about, and about, um, empowering people through culture and having, and not being able to, travel like we used to like you mentioned amber you were you were missing that round dance that round dance bounce and that beat and that livelihood and we just went uh when all of this hit that was towards the tail end of our our round dance season last we never thought that we were gonna have whole summer with no powwows no traveling and and summer and here again it's around that season it's time and um that's kind of just our, our, our goal is, is to, uh, to keep doing what we can to help people at this time. Thank you for that. Um, so just for our listeners, we have Fawn via Zoom and she looks beautiful. <laughs> and then there's me and Amber in our cook em robes, <laughs> no makeup hair in a bun <laughs> but Fawn I just want to ask you to if you can um, just shut off the video just so we could get a clear um, sound okay. coming through on our end um, okay. and one of the one question that I have um, for you is if you could think of you know and I know that you have many beautiful songs if there's one song that is special to you in particular um that means uh something uh important for you and and what that story is behind that song okay um i actually composed this song i would probably say before um i know i didn't get to record this song but um uh, at the beginning of all this, when I was worried about the safety of my children and, and all of the other little ones out there, I composed a song I called Oskaisak, which means all the young people. Mm. And um, uh, I, I'm really proud because I, I think my, my uh, song creating skills have come a long way since I, I took that initiative to learn my language. And um, in this song, I, I was thinking of my kids and, and all of the other little ones out there that, that I knew all the parents and, and the loved ones were, were thinking of when uh, when we were faced with this virus hitting us and in this song and I was thinking about even like uh, uh, all of the people that that these little ones are going to look up to the the dancers and the singers and, and whoever it is so I made this song and it's a powwow style song and in this song I'm talking about young ones are walking uh, let's teach them good things and um, say when we dance let's let's think of them while we're doing this and so um, I think that was that's one of my most my most 
treasured songs that, that I've created because uh, I really feel like um, um, I, oh, everybody, I know everybody says this motto that our future lies within our youth. And um, I, I just, you know, as a mother and as a, even as an artist or, or as a student or anything like that, I really try, as a sister even, I really try to do my best to, to, to lead by example and to be the best that I can be and, and, and kind of exceed my own limits so that, you know, the ones following me are the ones that are, that are looking, maybe looking up to me that, that they know that they can do things like that too. They can feel passionate about things like that. And mm. So that, that's the song that I say, one of my most favorite songs that I composed. I tried to get my, my mic on as quickly as possible. Um, when we're doing these these interviews through Zoom, um, of course, we have to ensure that we're keeping people safe and that that we are also safe. And and so um, I was deep. I was listening to you and I was looking off because I, I the only quiet place I have right now is in my car. <laughs> so I'm sitting in my car and I was looking off down the street while you were talking and then I was there was a there was a quiet space and I, I'm okay with silence too but um but I tried to put on my mic as quickly as possible it wouldn't work anyway side story um and so one of the other things that I was thinking about and and uh and I and I'm not sure if you're if you're comfortable uh Fawn with with sharing song uh, with our with our listeners, but I'll I'll leave that up to you if that's something that you're interested in doing. But while you think of that, I was thinking about um, when I was pregnant with my oldest, and she's 16. I was at school at in Blue Quills, and um, and that story you just shared about our children, and having that uh, that right to sing and dance. And how that is, that's an inherent right that our children have. And Mm -hmm. I remember when I was pregnant with her and we were doing some work with, uh, in one of our classes and, and one of the things that we had to learn as part of our class was to sing. And um, we had learned some songs and I remember uh, Leo and Priscilla had come in and were teaching us some songs and they were given, um, we were given the right to record them at that time. And so we all had a copy of these songs. And uh, I was told because I was pregnant with my daughter, I was told every night before you fall asleep, you know, you, you put that near your belly. So your baby can hear that, that your baby can hear the singing and that your baby can hear that rattle or that drum Mm -hmm. and uh, have your baby listen to that in utero. And, uh, and so I did. Every night I would put, uh, well, back then she's 16, I'm aging myself, but we used to have these little, little players, tape players. And then you uh-huh. put the, I put the headphones around my belly and, uh, she'd hear that every, every night. And, uh, my girl can sing and, and she, and she loves singing. She loves singing and she loves singing your songs. And so, uh, I'm really appreciative, Fawn, of, of the gift that you have and the gift that you've shared. And uh, it's not, it's, you know, many of our, our young people out there, they're, they're not given a space to sing. They're not given mm-hmm. a space to dance. And I think about all of our kids that are in care 
for example, and how they may not have the opportunity to hear the songs or the drum or the rattles and, and feel what we feel when we hear them. And so I was thinking about my girl and, and how she's been given that space and that right, that it, she's been able to access her inherent right to sing or dance. And so, uh, again, I want to thank you for that. People like yourself, people like Leo and Priscilla, who have shared so openly your gift and how that has in turn gifted, you know, other folks like like my children. And um, inside my house right now, I, I have a little girl in, inside my house. Her, her name is Okanis and she's three years old. And she just knows every word to every one of your songs. Her mother, uh, her mother uh, plays them at bedtime and, and she'll ask for fawn. She'll ask for fawn songs. And so her mother will play those songs. And man, she just belts out the tune. She's three. She knows every single one of your songs. And it's the language. And that's what I think is so beautiful is that little girl, that little three-year-old baby, she just sings along in the language, knows every Cree word, you know, and, and she's not afraid. Like, we'll be listening to your songs in the car and she'll just be like singing them at the top of her lungs. <laughs> and I think that one of the things we need to, and I hope that our listeners can hear this. If you are, if you're working in social work, if you're working with Indigenous children, if you're a non-Indigenous caregiver, if even if you are an Indigenous person, make sure, please, that our children have the access to that inherent right mm -hmm. to sing and dance mm -hmm. and never discourage them from doing such. Blast up the fawnwood in the car. Let the kids hear that. You know, let them sing along. Don't shame them for it. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's so important mm -hmm. for our young people to hear the songs and to, uh, and to have access to that and then also be given the space to sing. I think that's so mm -hmm. important. Oh, definitely. And thank you for sharing that. Um, that's another thing that, that I, I think that kind of pushed me and, and drove me to keep wanting to share my voice, not just a, as a, an Indigenous person, but as a, an Indigenous woman as well. Um, uh, it's a beautiful thing to see uh, our our young girls and our women and, and all of our females, not, not even not even discriminating on age or background or anything like that, but when, when people get to share those stories about about them and, and how they want to share their voice and express themselves. I, I honestly think, I, I have to say this, I, I, love, I love all of our Indigenous people when they sing, but when we hear the strength and the beauty in our, in our female woman, our Indigenous woman sharing their voice, there's a whole other kind of power there. And I just love that. And it's such a, it's such, it's such a beautiful sight and sound to see as well when our when our little ones, our babies, and and our kids are singing. That that's that's one of the most treasured memories that I have when people share that, or when I get to witness that too, even amongst my own kids. So um, that means a lot to me. I, I... So as we we are wrapping up fawn um i want to leave the closing to you just to give you an opportunity if there is anything that you would love to share with our listeners today sure i'd love to you know what i know you had asked me earlier if i i'd be more than willing to share a song with you guys and um um, even before like uh, i get the we close up here i just want to share a little bit about it and a little bit behind this song mm. um this song 
that I'm going to share with you, it was actually composed by my father. And um, the roots of, of where I started singing was always at my home, at my home fire, amongst my family. You know, I, when I was younger, a lot of people that I even went to school with and grew up with, they didn't even know I could sing until, until I, I even had a record. Of, like, I didn't even know you could sing this whole time. So, so like, yeah, that's how quiet I, I was a really shy reserved really shell really super shy girl growing up I wasn't able to talk like the way I am today and it was through music that I found that 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 my voice but uh the song I want to share with you guys and kind of leave it as an offering for you guys uh, mm. Amber and Terry and all the great work you guys are doing with uh giving people um uh giving indigenous people a platform and, and to, to share their voices and their stories that's a that's beautiful you know and I want to say thank you guys and to all of you listeners who are listening as well um this I'm going to share with you actually a grandmother song that my dad composed and it talks about that old lady spirit and we're asking her to have pity on us and bless us and where you know she's a she's a kind spirit our grandmother spirit and uh I hope you guys enjoy this mm. it's uh this song sharing my family songs they always I always feel a little bit more uh, I don't know what it is I feel I, I try to sing them the best way I can because you know these are the songs that I started singing off with and these are the kind of the songs that help me practice and mm-hmm. and 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 find my own voice and my own my own creative process in composing songs and I just want to say thank you guys for having me here the song is uh, the grandmother song no tuku atayu kan ke se wate sen no tuku atayu kan de mageno hoe nan sawe mi nan awie o no tuku And so thank you so much uh, for sharing that gift uh, with us and, and all of our listeners as well. Uh, we, we give you thanks. I, hi, um, big, big thanks for, for coming on to our podcast and, and, and sharing not only your beautiful voice, but uh, just who you are um, as a human. And, and we're so thankful for you. And, and we look forward to chatting with you again and just thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Vaughn. Two crees in a pod. Two crees in a pod. Hey, Natani means. Yeah. Let's go. 
They pushed us to this point Frustrations of a common man Manifest the destiny Preach and pledge the promised land I'm stuck between taking my journey Live with no honor Like what's the use of my kids Can't taste clean water A child born into a world Revolution's not a choice Fighting to be heard So we make them hear our voice Remember ancestors Anguish lightning in our veins Hear it in a language When they are kitchen for the rain I am product of people That persevere persecution Paint me so creator sees me If I go out shooting Experience our pain When our women disappear daily Anxious to be angry, pacifists might hate me Trolls on the internet constantly trying to bait me We move in silence, cover of the night Learning from the wolves in the forest Tracking enemies in the woods Reincarnations of warriors riding for salvation Or are we false prophets when we submit to temptations? Colonization is a hell of a drug We all seem to go crazy when we fall in love I said colonization is a hell of a drug We all seem to go crazy when we fall in love I said Two Crees in a Pod.